Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Six Sour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark, Mark Walters. Walters. Good heavens, the enemies of freedom are everywhere, aren't they? They are everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. They are not going away. Just when you think it can't get any worse, it gets worse. And guess what? It's going to continue to get worse and worse. Mark Walters with you on a Friday here at AAR Ranch in the Sig Sauer Studios. The Crossbreed Holsters mic is lit up for you today, and it's all being brought to you by the great X Insurance. Greg, over in Dallas, Texas, how are you today, my friend? I am doing pretty good. We do not have any video for those of you who like to watch the video because we have a whole bunch of new equipment today. I do apologize for that. But, uh, Greg, you can tell people where they can go and participate in the chat. would be super, super. Sure. If you want to join the chat, just head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. See, isn't it? It's a lot easier, isn't it? When you have to go Less stuff to talk about. Less stuff to talk about. So we have a, a lot happening out there today, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to jump right in at Cam Edwards from Cam and Company. You know Cam. Cam's a good friend of mine, good friend of yours, good friend of the show, and a great friend of the Second Amendment. We've got him for the hour. Cam Edwards, how you doing, my brother? I'm good, Mark. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, man. Was my assessment right that there's a lot going on, and just when you think they can't get lower, they get lower? Yeah, and you're also right that uh, it's getting worse, right? Um, we we know that there is more to come from the uh, Biden administration, from these uh, anti-gun states like Illinois, and they will not stop uh, until they obliterate our right to keep and bear arms, and we won't stop defending and fighting for our rights. We're going to have to, because they have proven that they're not going to do any of those things that you just said. We know that for a fact. Let's start with Illinois today. We have, uh, yeah. I, guess, I, I guess we can call it kind of breaking news, right, out of Illinois. Uh, I mentioned yesterday on the program, listeners, that uh, the Illinois Supreme Court was going to rule on the assault weapons ban case. And, Cam, they did rule in the assault weapons ban case on a 4-3, and I want to say narrow decision. I don't care. You know, you win by one point, it's a, it's a victory, is it not? It goes down as a W in the column. And the anti-gunners won in the state of Illinois today when the Illinois State Supreme Court upheld the assault weapons ban, but they did something unusual here. They claimed that they didn't look at the case or review the case on the merits using the Second Amendment. You want to explain how that works? Because I'm trying to figure that one out myself. Even the attorneys don't understand it. Yeah, this is this is weird, uh, but it's not the first time that we've actually seen the State Supreme Court play these sort of uh, you know administrative games. Right. There's a, a lawsuit challenging the FOID requirement in Illinois that's been underway since 2017 
You've had two different circuit court judges say the Floyd card is unconstitutional. Every time that case gets up to the Supreme Court, the the state Supreme Court says, oh, well, you know what? You know, you made this paperwork error over here. There was this, you know, minor clerical issue over here, some administrative rule that wasn't quite followed correctly. So we're kicking the entire case back down to lower court. We're not going to rule on the merits. Um, And that's sort of what they did here. They claim that the plaintiffs basically uh, precluded themselves from making a Second Amendment challenge at the appellate court level. And so they declined to rule on the Second Amendment issues at the heart of Illinois' ban on modern sporting rifles and large-capacity magazines, right? And so instead they focused their decision solely on the complaint that the law was – um, unconstitutionally passed, and that it represented a violation of the Equal Protection Clause of the Illinois Constitution. And even there, Mark, like I said, they played some games, right, uh, with the Equal Protection Clause. They basically said that, yeah, 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 even though some people are exempt, it's okay, right? Uh, but because we're treating everybody <laughs> it's else It's okay. <laughs> right. It's okay. Uh, it's okay. Then, you know, listen, man, don't ask me to explain the three readings rule and why the, the majority he says that the three readings rule of the Illinois state legislature was uh, not violated while the dissenting judges claimed that it was. This gets into the subject matter of the bill, right? The uh, gun and magazine ban was originally part of a different piece of legislation. And then, as we've seen, you know, in other states, they took uh, a completely unrelated bill, stripped it of its original language, reinserted the gun and mag ban language, uh, and then, you know, swiftly adopted it. Um, the Illinois state Supreme Court basically upheld that. Saying, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's fine. Legislatures can do that. You had two dissents. Uh, I mean, no, the legislature does not have the power to do that under the Illinois state constitution. That's right. But, you know, it's important when you when you think about how this case was decided, because if the attorney in this case, Representative Dan Calkins, wants to appeal this up to the U.S. Supreme Court, I think it's going to be difficult um, because this wasn't really decided on Second Amendment merits right this was a this is now primarily an argument about the illinois state constitution and whether or not the illinois supreme court is correctly interpreting this so let me point out too all those federal challenges that are that are second amendment based right this is not the end of the story when it comes to the state's ban on guns and magazines nor is it the end of the story when it comes to assault weapon bans around the country you are correct and here's part of what the decision said we express i'm quoting ladies and gentlemen We express no opinion on the potential viability of plaintiffs' waived claim concerning the Second Amendment. However, and I'm I'm going to a CNN politics piece here. However, one of the plaintiffs' attorneys, Jerry Stocks, told CNN the majority justices misrepresented their arguments. Stocks said the Second Amendment is a fundamental right inextricably linked to their arguments and thus should have weighed heavily on scrutiny of the ban. Ignoring the issue altogether was improper. We have a circus in Illinois and the clowns are in charge right now is what he said. And I think it's important, Cam, to point out what Mr. Gottlieb said in an immediate release today from the SAF. Friday morning's narrow ruling by the Illinois State Supreme Court upholding the state ban on so-called assault weapons does not affect the ongoing federal challenge of the ban by the Second Amendment Foundation. And Alan continued, while we are disappointed in the state court's narrow four to three decision, our federal case remains very much alive And we will continue fighting the Illinois ban. And I think what people need to understand is what you just pointed out, that this doesn't end anything. This is just what the Illinois court did. The federal ban, the federal uh, case is continuing ongoing as a challenge. One of these cases is going to get to the Supreme Court. So if that's the case, does this help us with this ruling? 
Because, again, we're talking well, about guns that are in common use, including magazines, et cetera. Yeah, listen, I, I don't think this decision hurts us because, you know, again, the, gun, the, the, the state Supreme Court didn't even touch uh, these Second Amendment issues here. Right. Right. So uh, the state of Illinois can't point to this decision and say, well, look, I mean, the, you know, the, 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 the uh, state Supreme Court clearly said this didn't violate the Second Amendment. No, they didn't consider that. Um, and I think in a way it does help us, Mark. You know, and, and I hope I don't uh, tick off too many people by saying this, but um, I'm sure that there are very capable attorneys on this team. But we have a lot of gun ban cases around the country, and we have cases that, you know, are being handled by attorneys that I, I'm more familiar with and, and I, you know, have been impressed with over the years. Um, that have the opportunity to argue these cases before the Supreme Court, whether it's, you know, uh, the Colby case or Bianchi out of a Maryland, the Fourth Circuit case, uh, whether it is, you know, the Illinois gun ban case where you've got a half dozen federal lawsuits and you've got everybody from, you know, Paul Clement uh, to, you know, Chuck Michelle to, to a lot of other first-rate Second Amendment-specific attorneys who have the opportunity to argue before the Supreme Court, you know, this is going to be a hugely important case. And I want to make sure that whatever case the Supreme Court takes, we're bringing our A game, right? And, you know, everybody involved in the 2A community is going to be involved in amicus briefs. Everybody's going to have a role to play. But I, I personally, <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm, I'm frustrated by the Supreme Court's decision. But like you said, whatever case gets up to the Supreme Court, I just want to make sure that we are bringing the sharpest legal minds available here. Um, and, you know, with a state-level lawsuit, we've got some folks who I don't think have been engaged in 2 a specific litigation at the national or federal level mm-hmm. uh, for, for decades. So, you know, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that whatever case the court ultimately accepts, again, we will sort of have that legal dream team uh, to defend our rights there at the high court. Yeah, I think you're correct about that. I agree with everything that you just said. And I, I I'm also want to add to the state attorneys. I just don't know them. That's the thing. You know, right, I don't know right. what kind of track record they have. And this is going to be this is a case that is going to resonate for the rest of our lives and our kids lives when the Supreme Court hears this case. So this is one for the ages. Yeah, well, the Supreme Court knows that. And I want to tie the decision yesterday or two days ago. I guess it was Tuesday, Wednesday. My days are messed up. When the Supreme Court refused to get involved again in the Fifth Circuit, there's a method Mm -hmm. to this madness, ladies and gentlemen. We have to believe that there's a method to this madness. The Supreme Court is very well aware that they're going to grant cert to one or two of these cases in the very, very near future. They know that, which I believe is part of the strategy with the justices at the Supreme Court of the United States. And, Cam, you're absolutely correct. Our A game is going to have to be played, and it will be. And I'll explain why I think it will and get Cam's response to that when we come back from this break. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense here at AAR Ranch in the Sig Sauer Studios continues in front of this crossbreed holsters mic. It's all brought to you by X Insurance. We'll be right back.
Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. 
Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Daniel Defense does, in fact, represent freedom, passion, and precision. Those are three things the Democrats know nothing about. Mark Walters on the Crossbreed Holsters. Mike here at AAR Ranch in the Six Hour Studios. It's all being brought to you by X Insurance. Welcome back in. Please make sure to support all of our partners. You can find them all at armedamericanradio.com. And my my pillow order using the AAR promo code showed up at the house today. Picked up another mattress topper. You can do the same thing. Just use the AAR promo code and thank them for supporting your right to bear arms for the better part of a decade. Let's continue the conversation with Cam Edwards. Cam, welcome back. Let me go back to that strategy because you bring up a great point, as you always do. At the federal level, the Second Amendment Foundation and Alan Gottlieb, the brilliance of Gottlieb is on full display as we challenge these bans. For example, the Fourth Circuit, the Illinois ban, two different circuits. There's a strategy in play here, okay, to get one of these cases to the Supreme Court. I think you agree with that. The Second Amendment Foundation is the A-game and knows what they're doing in order to expedite one of these cases to SCOTUS status, correct? Yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. Which is why, again, I'd hate to say this, Cam, and, and you can smack me if you want to because I would understand. I hate to say that these cases, you know, that this case does this case absolutely matters, particularly if you live in Illinois, this matters. Mm-hmm. But at the macro level here, I think this is just going to expedite the speed with which the Supreme Court eventually takes one of these cases because of the way this case was ruled. I could be wrong about that because I know we all know this is unconstitutional and we want it all now. But the system doesn't work that way, does it? Uh, no, it does not. And and I, and I hope that you're right. I mean, I do think that there are votes, four votes there to hear one of these cases. Um, the, the question then becomes, you know, what case is it going to be? We've been oral arguments in the Fourth Circuit case, Bianchi. I mean, those took place back in December. Right. You know, so I gotta say, I'm really surprised that the Fourth Circuit hasn't issued its decision yet. And, and there is a chance that the Fourth Circuit could say, you know what, we're not going to decide this case. We're going to kick it back down to the trial court. We're going to start the clock all over again. Um, based on what I heard of the oral arguments, I think you would agree as well. I think that's unlikely. I think the Fourth Circuit is prepared to to rule on the merits here. Um, but then you've got the Seventh Circuit, you know, which is handling the Illinois gun ban case. Uh, that's moving on a on a somewhat expedited schedule. But I, correct me if I'm wrong, Mark. I mean, we're still dealing. I think at this point, no, I guess we are getting ready to go to uh, to, to trial on this. So, um, you know, there are a couple of cases out there, and then there's the Ninth Circuit cases that are judged before mm-hmm. Judge Benitez. Um, those are probably you know lagging behind a little bit. We've got four decisions from Judge Benitez. We're waiting on on him to issue his rulings. Apparently, he's got some health issues, uh, which may be one of the reasons why we're seeing a delay there. But I don't think the Ninth Circuit's going to fast track any. Technically, a case right now. Honestly, I think they're trying to play keep away from the Supreme Court. So, you know, I would say that the Fourth and Seventh Circuits are probably our best bet. Um, and you know, I, I like I said, I do think we've got the four votes there. My question is, after Tuesday, right? Do we have the six votes that we had in Bruin? Okay, let's go there. I'm glad you brought that up. That's Cam. It's almost like you're reading my mind. I hate when that <laughs> happens. <laughs> but I, let me let me explain, listeners. Do we have? We felt confident. And this is I have to be I want to word this artfully because I don't want to scare anybody. 
I do not think Roberts is going to rule against us in an upcoming firearms 2A case based on his previous rulings from Bruin all the way back. It would be very difficult for him to do that. These, it's hard to make the comparison because in a post-Bruin environment, Cam, it's my guess, and I could be wrong, this is just my opinion, that the Supreme Court is playing cautious here and allowing mm-hmm. the lower courts to move these cases through the system to see how their decision in Bruin is playing out, the majority decision is playing out at the lower court level, from district court all the way up into the federal appellate courts, which is why I think Coney Barrett and Roberts did what they did yesterday. I'm not going to hold anything against them for that in a post-Bruin environment. Yes, I would have loved for them to have kept the stay in place, right? And if you, you, you know, like me, if you're a member of the FPC, you get those emails. Now we've got to spend more money and fight. I get all that. Believe me, we didn't want them to rule the way that they did by refusing to do it and step in. However, there's the big there's the big word. There, there's the million dollar question. However, how are they going to rule when this eventually moves its way north? Right. Yeah. Do you see or do you still fear Roberts? I mean, obviously, Roberts is the wishy washy character. Or is did Barrett just tip her hat? I mean, these are the things we just don't know. Yeah, I mean, I you know, and I'm I'm probably more concerned about Roberts than I am Barrett, um, because I get the sense that Robert is concerned about the legacy of the court, right? He's concerned about uh, the impact that the Democrats' attacks on the Supreme Court's legitimacy might be having, and I think that that might steer him towards trying to appease the left to some degree. Uh, and well, I hope I that know. it doesn't, you know, I hope not to the point that he's making bad law. Right. Or setting bad precedent. But I think that he's concerned about those things. Justice Barrett, you know, has expressed concern about the shadow in general. So it could be that, you know, not only does she want to take a wait and see approach uh, with the ATF ruling, but also, you know, that could have been a, a way for her to express her discontent uh, with the shadow docket. Um, you know, but but again, the next case is going to be heard before the court is Rahimi. Right. And there's a prohibited person's case. Uh, Zach yeah, Rahimi was case. subject to a domestic violence misdemeanor. This is an area where, you know, Justice Barrett has talked about the standard should be dangerousness. It shouldn't just be a, a blanket presumption of if you've committed a felony offense, you're prohibited. Uh, and obviously being subject to a civil restraining order is even, uh, you know, a, a, a far lower barrier than being convicted of a felony. Um, so, I, I, you know, I think with Rahimi, I, I tend to think that we've got Barrett. Uh, at least ideologically on our side. But that's one of those cases where I'm concerned that Roberts tries to play to the middle, you know, and ends up saying, yeah, 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 this, this statute is fine. Uh, you can ban people subject to a, you know, domestic violence misdemeanor or domestic violence restraining order uh, from prohibiting a firearm because of whatever crazy rationale he comes up with. I'm not convinced that we've got six votes going forward. I feel pretty good that we've got, I feel like we've got four as a lock, Feel pretty good about a fifth vote when it comes to things like a gun ban or a magazine ban, right? But no, I'm I'm genuinely concerned about where Roberts is is going and how far he might drift on this issue going forward. Well, as you should be, because the Rahimi case is if he's going to float out in a different direction, it's going to be that Rahimi case because yep. he will have media, not just gun banners, but he will have all mainstream media supporting his decision if he floats away on that because of the domestic violence and the attacks that are going to come at the court from the mainstream media 
in that Rahimi case. Yeah, we know Democrats we're going to do an election year. You know, I mean, exactly. you know, and, and you can't get rid of the politics here. And I don't think, and I think Roberts is well aware of that. Um, yeah, it's how this scary stuff. You know, CNN had a story this afternoon about how Joe Biden's been making gun control one of the centerpieces of his reelection efforts. No, you stop right there because we're getting ready to take a break. And when we come back, that's exactly okay. what see, he's reading my mind, Greg. <laughs> we're actually going to go to the story you wrote at Bearing Arms on that. It is a perfect segue from where we are now. A lot happening out there, ladies and gentlemen. A couple days ago, we said things were a little bit slow. And then wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Here it comes on a Friday of all days. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense here at AAR Ranch in the six-hour studios. The Crossbreed Holsters mic is lit up. It's all brought by X Insurance. We'll continue the conversation with Cam right after this. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Armed American Radio listeners, the Gun Rights Policy Conference for 2023 is upon us. The GRPC this year being held in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona at the Marriott Phoenix Hotel at the airport, September 22nd through September 24th. This year's theme is Road to Liberty. Come meet me, A.W.R. Hawkins, Alan Gottlieb, John Lott, and many others. Again, September 22nd through September 24th, the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Visit SAF.org to register today. Register at SAF.org. We'll see you there. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus 1 rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. The 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research. The classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR biggest, finest revolvers and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance. The classics. Thompson. That's right. The Tommy Gun. The incredible M1 carbine and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms. A family of brands standing for your family's freedom. 
Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. I absolutely love my Defender Coffee. I start every day with it. Having said that, let me have a sip of this sugar-free Red Bull. Hold on one second. There we go. DefenderCoffee.com, by the way, guys. I just can't drink too much of it during the day, and I, I like it hot. And it's really hot here, and hot coffee just not doing the trick during the afternoon. Cam Edwards, Cam and Company, we're talking with you today. We've got you for another couple segments. This, um, did you want to put an exclamation point on the Rahimi deal? That's going to be a fascinating case before we move over to Biden believing his ticket back to the White House is gun control. That's coming from Chris Murphy. You wrote the piece. You want to, you want to put an exclamation point and a stamp on that Rahimi deal? That's going to be a very bizarre case, brother. It is, and I don't think it's the case that uh, you know Second Amendment advocates were, were hoping that the Supreme Court would take after Bruin, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. Person is important, but you know, again, as I talked about uh, before we went to the break, the politics matters here, especially going into an election year. Um, and so, if the Supreme Court does the right thing and says, "Hey, listen, man, a, a civil restraining order is way too low a bar," uh, and, and by the way, there's no historical tradition of a civil restraining order uh, prohibiting somebody from exercising their Second Amendment rights, I think it's the right decision. But boy, that, that's a decision exactly. that the Biden administration, I think, would be happy for the Supreme Court to hand down because they can make political hay out of it. Right? Boy, can they ever. Abusers. Yeah, this mean, guy that, is the not the plaintiff we wanted. I, I can promise you that. And it, it, it's not. He's a bad look because this is a bad guy. There, nobody's arguing that. But you've got to be able to get past that, and you've got to look at the constitutionality of this at the baseline, not the fact that he's a bad guy. The media will never do that. The Democrats will never do that. Biden will never do that. And they will, sadly, be able to sell that during an election year, Cam. They will. They will. And that's that's a and, tough and case. So, you know, that, that, that is the framing that they're going to try to use throughout 2024, that Democrats are for safety and Republicans are for guns, Right. We care more about our AR-15s than we do about school kids being murdered. We care more about being able to carry guns, any gun everywhere, uh, than we do about stopping, quote-unquote, gun violence. Um, and they're going to frame this as they're the ones who care about people. We're the ones who care about guns. Or we care about, you know, something as amorphous as freedom. But we don't care about the individual American citizens in this country. And I think one of the things that 
we have to do between now and next November. We can't just make legal arguments. We can't just make arguments that appeal to courts of law. We have to got to make arguments that appeal to the court of public opinion as well. Well, you better believe uh, that. that. Well we said. We have to talk more than just about our rights and our liberties. We have to talk about what happens when real human beings are subjected to these types of gun control laws that prevent them from being able to protect themselves and their loved ones. And we need to highlight cases where individuals do exercise their Second Amendment rights against the violent criminals that, frankly, Democrats continue to put back on the street time and time again. You know, it's interesting. I've lost count how many times I've said this. You know, the the day of arguing it's it's a constitutional right as your end all be all answer that that's over. That's a true statement. But as Cam just said, we have got to go further than that. How do you do that? Well, there's a there's a lot going on, a lot of dynamics in play with that. You have gun ownership at record levels. What are we? 17 straight months with over a million guns sold. We have the demographics. 48 straight months, excuse me, of over a million guns sold. The latest survey showing 60% plus of American homes are actually gun owners. Not the nonsense they've been telling us it's the same fat old white guy that's buying all the guns. That's the media agenda. That's the narrative. But in reality, I'd say it's probably closer to 70 to 75% of American guns, uh, American households have guns. So you can appeal to those people. But the media isn't going to do that bidding for us. They're going to fight us every single step of the way. And when they do, it becomes important for people like you, people like me, people like our listeners to get that word out to anybody that will listen day in and day out what it is we are up against. Now, I find it fascinating that this administration is continuing to push the gun control issue. This shows me how much confidence they have in their minions in the media, Cam. Because historically speaking, the Democrats have pushed gun control right up until about three to four months, maybe six months before an election, because they know it's a loser. Mm-hmm. But they're really confident. They're really confident. And that's why this Rahimi case is so important, because that's when they're going to use it. Look, now they're going now they're trying to protect this bad guy's right to have guns. Now they want bad guys. It's not just about good guys with guns. Now they want bad guys to have guns. That's the direction this is going to go. And that's why I think the administration is continuing to push gun control outside of the historical context that they normally do, which would be back off about four or five months before an election. Clearly, you don't think that's going to happen. Neither does Murphy. He's telegraphing now exactly what they're going to do, and they're going to continue to push guns, and they're going to use it. That and abortions is going to be what we're going to be looking at up until until the election in 2024, and I think they're going to push it right to the front door, brother. I think you're right. And, you know, as you say, man, it's... You know, again, it's not about a good guy with a gun, right? Now the argument is they want bad guys to have guns. And so I think we have to point out that based on the DO, and again, this is hard because now all of a sudden you're making an intellectual, not an emotional argument. But we have to let the American electorate understand that according to the DOJ, they're bad people. Because the DOJ's argument is anybody who's not a quote-unquote law-abiding citizen loses their Second Amendment right. And as the Fifth Circuit's pointed out, there is no limiting argument in right. the DOJ's position. If you're a jaywalker, you've lost your Second Amendment right. If you're on a stop sign, you've lost your Second Amendment rights. You're no longer law-abiding. Um, and so that, I think, is you know one of the one of the things that we have to do is, is to get people to understand viscerally, not just you know intellectually, but viscerally understand what Biden and his administration's position would mean to not just the gun owners in their lives, but to their loved ones. 
right? And how broad these arguments are, the damage that will be done. And at the same time, they're trying to put these laws in place, Mark. You know, again, what's actually happening in Washington, D.C.? The U.S. attorney refused to prosecute 69% of the cases that were presented to his office last year. Yeah. This is Biden's U.S. attorney, right? So, I mean, I don't, I, I, I think we've got a lot to work with. That's the good news. You're right that we don't have a level playing field in the media. Uh, you know, and, and the Democrats are going to lie and cheat and send this false narrative. But we have a lot of real honest-to-God data to work with showing that the Democrats would do their damn jobs. Well, maybe Washington, D.C. wouldn't be witnessing the highest homicide rate in 20 years. Maybe they actually start prosecuting violent offenders, violent crime goes down. And maybe you don't need to turn lawful gun owners into paperwork criminals in order to improve public safety. Yeah, I, and I, you know, one thing that we have working in our favor, that the media is going to have a very difficult time ignoring our actual crime statistics in Democrat-controlled cities. Mm-hmm. It's impossible for them, to, and not impossible to ignore it. It's becoming hard. Let me say it's not, not, not impossible. It's becoming hard for them to ignore these actual figures. Because people are living it in Philadelphia. They're living it in Baltimore. They're stepping over the feces and needles and crime in Oakland and San Francisco and Chicago and Washington, D.C. and New York, in Trenton, New Jersey, Newark, New Jersey, any major Democrat-run city right down the road from me, Atlanta. So it's hard for them to ignore that. Now, that's a feather in our cap that if the Republicans, and again, I say this, if the Republicans are smart, they're going to push it. There's a few of them that are, that are continuing to push it. And it is, Cam, I think you'll agree, it is getting media coverage. It's just not getting the coverage to the level it should be getting. And then you juxtapose that with statistics showing, even from the CDC, when they put them up on their website anyway, Cam, which right. is why they don't, that hundreds of thousands, up to millions of Americans are using guns defensively. So we have the winning argument here. The question becomes... Are we going to be able to successfully articulate that argument in the court of public opinion when we have a media that is actively working against us and fighting us every single day? We, it's, a, it's, a, it's going to be a difficult battle, ladies and gentlemen, but I love it. It's fun. I'm ready for it. I know Cam's ready for it, and I know you're ready for it. That's why we do what we do every single day. We have Cam Edwards from BearingArms.com and Cam and Company for one more segment. Don't go away. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. 
Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow-point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. Armed American Radio listeners, the Gun Rights Policy Conference for 2023 is upon us, the GRPC, this year being held in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona at the Marriott Phoenix Hotel at the airport, September 22nd through September 24th. This year's theme is Road to Liberty. Come meet me, A.W.R. Hawkins, Alan Gottlieb, John Lott, and many others. Again, September 22nd through September 24th, the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Visit saf.org to register today. Register at saf.org. We'll see you there. The long-awaited Sig Sauer P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with Sig like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SigSauer.com for the new P365 380. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition. Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Daniel Defense is a great company. Definitely visit DanielDefense.com. And as I've mentioned many, many times over the last couple of years, please get yourself on that email list. 
All right, you're not going to be spammed with a bunch of uncool stuff. But every two weeks, you're going to get a great email with a great new product lineup from Daniel Defense. And you're going to want to see it. This is the kind of stuff when I get it, it's like, ooh, let me go get my coffee and I'll open that in a little while because I want to read all about it. It's, it's like getting that good gun mag that you want to get. And when it shows up finally, boom. Maybe you're into cigars. Maybe you get cigar aficionado. You know how it is. As soon as it shows up, ooh, got to settle in. You spend a couple hours reading it and looking at it. That's what the Daniel Defense email is. Make sure to get on their email list over there. Visit DanielDefense.com. Pick up something from my pillow. Use the promo code AAR. Drink coffee. Support the Second Amendment conversations like this with Cam Edwards. It's easy to do. You can find them all at armedamericanradio.com. And remember, the Sig Sauer Studios and the Crossbreed Holsters Mike are all powered by X Insurance. Cam Edwards, one more segment with you, brother. I wish we could do four or five hours with you every day. <laughs> I, I, I really appreciate you taking time out of what I know is a very, very busy schedule, my friend. So oh, thank dude, you. For being I always love getting a chance to come on, man. I really do. It's, it's always fun to have you on. All right. I'm going to I'm going to go back. I, I, I got I'm going to cover some policing with you. Fox News is reporting. You know what happened in Ohio with the Constitution and the failure of that vote in Ohio a couple days ago? Yeah. Yeah. Progressives wasted no time, brother, and immediately submitted a state constitutional amendment stripping police protections, that being qualified immunity. My God. And when you look at the numbers that we were just, well, not the numbers, but just the Democrat cities, violent crime up triple digits in cities, mm-hmm. murders rising like crazy. And the progressive dims in Ohio now want to start a constitutional amendment push to strip police protections. I mean, gutting cops, coddling criminals. You mentioned D.C. 69 percent aren't even being prosecuted. This is a recipe for disaster. Ohio, man, you better step up to the plate up there and realize the mistake you made and see to it that this doesn't make any changes to your state constitution. That's a mess. But uh, your thoughts on Ohio and what happened there? lining in that, Mark? The one silver lining is uh, you see that law review article that's been going around the past uh, couple of weeks, right? Arguing yes. that uh, police can violate our Second Amendment rights because of qualified immunity, right? They can go ahead and take our guns regardless. They can stop them. They can do whatever they want because that we can't sue them uh, uh, for their uh, personal actions here. So <laughs> now that I want to see qualified immunity go away, but uh, it, it does take one of the gun control arguments out of the table. Um, but again, you know, the Democrats are at odds with each other uh, on these issues. That's the thing. You know, they're so against policing, and yet they're so enamored of putting more laws on the books. Who, who, who do they think enforces these laws, if not law enforcement officers, right? Who do they always exempt from their gun control laws, if not police? Uh, and, and yet they continue to wage war on, you know, the police departments around the country. Uh, and, you know, almost every major city that, that we have is experiencing these huge staffing shortfalls. Uh, Richmond, Virginia, about an hour from where I live, they're down more than 100 officers. And uh, Mayor LeVar Stoney's big idea, he's holding a gun buyback this weekend, quote-unquote. Uh, he's doing a fight crime. He's not hiring police officers. Now he's spending government money, stimulus money, on a uh, compensated confiscation program. Which is your money and my money, by the way. There's no such thing yeah. as government money. It's our money. Did you ever – let's get philosophical here for just a second. Did you ever think, Cam, that you would live to see the day in America – where defund the police became a T-shirt slogan. Did you ever think you would live to see that day that a political party would actually run a campaign 
on eviscerating law enforcement. Did you ever think that would happen? No, no, I, I, I didn't. And how did it? You know, the one thing that gives me a little bit of hope is that um, when voters have had a chance to weigh in on these issues, it hasn't gone well. You know, most people, even I would say, even in Democratic strongholds, most people who live there don't hate police. No. They may not be satisfied with policing, but they don't hate police. Uh, in fact, you know, if you look at uh, polls of, you know, Chicago, it's about 50-50 as to whether or not residents want less policing or more officers in the neighborhoods, right? I think what they want is they want to feel safe. And what Democrats have been trying to convince them is that, well, police actually make you unsafe. We're hearing that argument, right? School resource officers right, right. make students unsafe. Incredible. Um, and I think it's a pretty easy argument to refute, you know? Well, the numbers and the statistics bear it out. And what's fascinating to me is if you and the, the media will never give you these numbers. You're not going to see this on ABC and NBC so that we can all CBS. You're not going to get this from MSDNC and CNN, LOL. It's not going to happen. But when you look at the demographics of where gun sales are off the charts, it's demographics inside those cities. Mm-hmm. But you're not getting that information that that's who's buying guns to protect themselves. For crying out loud, our good friend up in Michigan. Just what trained 1,200 or 1,400 women in Detroit? Right. I mean, yeah, come on. Rick Ector. We're seeing this all the time. Every day across this country. And, and the, the complaints are coming from those inner cities. So it, it's really interesting. You, when you, oh boy, I, I, I ask myself that question a lot. How, how did we get here and why did we get here? And I can only draw one conclusion. That, and it is hard for me to wrap my head around it. But it's the only conclusion that I can draw, that these people just hate this country. They want to see us controlled by government because they believe they will be the ones in power, even though they are what is referred to by communists as the useful idiots. It, it is just astonishing. It, and I mean, the numbers that we're talking about here bear that out. It, it really is remarkable to see. Uh, CNN, real quick, we've got one minute left. Uh, Biden press uh, Biden's press's CNN politics piece. Biden preps rollout of expanded background checks as part of major gun safety push into 2024. It's going to be an executive order redefining what a seller is. So if you sell a gun for a profit, according to Joe Biden, you need an FFL. Well, Cam, explain this one with about the 60 seconds we have. Yeah. And the other part of that puzzle, by the way, is that every town complains that there are too many FFLs out there. <laughs> right. Uh, we got more FFLs than McDonald's and Starbucks combined. So, yeah, this is a way for them to try to impose, you know, quote unquote, universal background checks or at least get as close to it as they can. Um, if you're if you're selling a gun at a profit and maybe there's going to be some exemption there. Right. That uh, you either get an FFL or you go through an FFL. Uh, but what they want to do is they want to set up that universal background check measure. Um, and I'm going to be very interested to see the criminal penalties here, Mark. You know, Virginia, mm. we've got supposedly universal background checks. It's basically a citation. Uh, this might very well be a federal felony. Not Are you still fighting the one gun a month there in Virginia, by the way? Uh, yes, unfortunately we do, unless you have your concealed carry license. But, uh, yeah, that was one of the things that Democrats were able to put in place. So, yeah, I mean, this is exactly what we were talking about with the Biden administration here. And, you know, we've got to push back. But we've got to make not only an argument that makes sense from a legal and constitutional perspective, we have to make an argument that makes sense to people who don't own guns. You bet. We don't really care one way or the other about the Second Amendment, but they want to feel safe where they live. We've got to, we've got to hit them in the heart. 
ladies and gentlemen, you can do that. You can push back by listening to Cam Edwards and reading him. Uh, Cam, tell everybody real fast where they can find you, please. Yeah, you bet. BarryandArms.com. Uh, we're on YouTube, Rumble, all the major podcast platforms. Barry and Arms, Cam and Company. We're going to be talking with John Harris of the Tennessee Farms Association on Monday about the special session that's coming up on August 21st. So I'd encourage folks to check that out. You better believe it. Cam Edwards, man, you are you are a gem and you are truly a national treasure. I love you, brother. Thanks for coming on and taking time out of what I, I believe me, ladies and gentlemen, his schedule is extremely busy. So you can thank him. I'm thanking him on your behalf as well. Cam oh, Edwards, right great back, stuff. Mark. Love you, man. Thanks. Man. I love you, man. Have a great weekend. When we come back, Thanks, more to talk about because they keep throwing it at us. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense will be back right after this on the flip side, six minutes after. <laughs> Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800-978-9358, and remember, use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 454 